Welcome. You're listening to Be The Cause podcast, conversations that cause health. I'm your host, Amanda Plevel. And today we're going to, we're going to, <laughs> we're going to ask you if you're asking the right questions. So let me tar- start with um, just telling you a little bit of a personal story. Um, my husband is amazing, loves me in every way, wants to be part of everything I do. And bless his heart, always asks me how my day was. And in some of the harder times of my life, I really didn't like that question. And it, it, <laughs> I didn't want it to come off like I was like it was rubbing me the wrong way or that I was ungrateful that he was asking how I was. But I knew that it wasn't um, exactly the, the most helpful way to support me because I felt like it puts me at a place of judgment. Now I have to decide if my day was good or bad. And it, it, that, that question, because I truly was feeling overwhelmed or sad or fearful or whatever the emotions were that he was trying to help me work with, it just highlighted those. And I really just wanted to curl into a ball and have him hold me and tell him everything and make it all okay. And really, I felt like that's not going to be the way that's going to empower me and actually truly support me. So I said, let's make a pact. Let's, when we ask each other about our day, let's say instead of how was your day, let's say instead what went well in your day. And I know it sounds like it's just splitting hairs and it's a really ridiculous thing to even be concerned about, but um, we do this with our clients all the time. Why wouldn't we do it with ourselves? And it makes the brain focus on where we're going rather than where we, you know, rather than really so focusing on paying attention to our current reality where we don't want to be at that time, but helping us to be okay with our current reality and actively progressively move towards what we were trying to build. And I, I fully believe that the, the kind of question makes all the difference because the typical question that a client will be asking themselves again and again and again, and they ask themselves this question and they ask me this question when they're sitting in front of me is what's wrong with me? That's essentially the answer. You know, that's the question they're trying to find answers for. And I would say that's not necessarily a supportive question because when you are asking yourself, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And you're going to doctor after doctor, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? The mind has a way of looking for what's wrong with you so that it can answer your question. And I don't believe that there is necessarily a right or a wrong thing to do in response. I think that there is a supportive or non-supportive thing to do. And so why wouldn't we start with a supportive or non-supportive question? So I always try to think in my head, what really, what, what's really behind, what is the emotion behind what this person is going through? And what, what is the emotion behind what it is that they're asking? What's the typical question they've been asking that has brought them to no answers? And so if they're in front of me, they've typically been asking a lot of questions and they haven't had a lot of answers. That's why they ended up at my door. And so we look at chronic symptoms and inflammatory illness and autoimmune very differently. And part of it starts with redirecting the question. So instead of asking a non-supportive question, like what's wrong with me, where it sends the brain on this spiral of looking for what's wrong with you, as I've been interviewing this person and we're looking for the for what's underneath, what's going on, what's the fear behind what's going on with this person, there will always just end up being a kind of trigger question. 
I call it the trigger question or the spark question because it makes this person think differently. And I remember a client that I worked with years ago. She definitely was a natural type. She would tend towards natural measures, um, naturopathy over conventional measures. And she really just liked to employ everything as organically and naturally as possible to help her have her best healthy life. So it wasn't surprising that despite all of these efforts that she was dealing with, she was still dealing with these chronic symptoms and it was really becoming a burden for her. She had, she had gone to, because it was sinus related and lymphatic congestion, and she would have this huge, just overwhelming <laughs> lymphatic gunk all the time. Um, and, and she's not an uncommon person. We see this quite frequently. Lymphatic is one of the clearing, eliminative detoxification systems. And so things can, things can get clogged up there. Um, and they relate to these chronic allergy prone, inflammatory things that, that I tend to help with. So she wasn't getting any help. She'd been to her primary care. She'd been to ear, nose and throat. She's been to allergy specialists and you know, it was just, it wasn't getting her anywhere. And this was years later. So two, three years she's been dealing with this. Um, and so I'm listening to her story and she's talking to me about where she's been and what she's tried and all the typical normal things that should be answering, you know, a relatively easy question just hasn't brought her any answers. And so I asked a question, the spark question. I said, what if it has nothing to do with any of those? Meaning what if it has nothing to do with ear, nose and throat or primary care or allergies? And it really just stopped her in her tracks. And then that's how I know it was the right question. And so here's the thing for, for her in particular, it ended up being, you know, then she, her mind just shifted. Like you could see the mind just shift and it made her think differently. And, it, you know, I could see like if there was a little cloud bubble above her head, it was like, huh, what if it isn't my nose? What if it isn't my sinuses? What if it isn't about allergies? And that's what she's been chasing all these years. And it hasn't worked, so it would make sense to shift focuses and think about something else. But she hadn't thought to do that. And so this spark question made her mind shift gears. And you could see the little thought bubble over her mind. Huh, what if that wasn't what it was had to do with? And instantly, it's like the mind wants to answer. The body wants to tell. And she said, you know, come to think of it, there was about three years ago. I don't remember the exact timing for her, but she said about three years ago, there was, I had a root canal. And I had this instinct that I shouldn't get it done. And I'm wondering now if it doesn't come back to that. Sure enough, we got her to the right dental specialist and, and they definitely found some things that were a huge factor in why her body was now fighting with this defense and this rejective response. So the point is there is just so many other pathways that we can go down and asking the right question is going to be um, very, very important to, to support where you're trying to go. So I wrote a blog this week. You can definitely go and read it. It does. It talks more about these trigger questions and how, um, how what was her case, the dental need, how that impairs detoxification, how it impairs nutrition, how it impair, how it, how it, it triggers systemic inflammation. So if you are kind of on that path, um, I'll put the link to the blog in the description below. So you can definitely look at that. In the meanwhile, if you have had a question that has gone unanswered, 
that's why we set up the $60 initial discovery consultation so that you have time to ask the right questions or ask any question and I'll help you find the right questions. Um, but a big need that we want to help meet is helping people find options. If it hasn't worked, it doesn't mean that it won't. You might just be looking at the wrong questions. So ask, I'm here to help and answer. So now in the meantime, let's cause some health right now before we go. I want you to take a deep breath and let your subconscious mind just take in all that you've heard and listen to the sound in my voice and the affirmations that I'm giving you, the suggestive therapy that says you have an innate body that knows what to do. It knows all the answers to all the questions that you ask. It wants to give you the, the answers if you just ask the right questions. I'm giving you the suggestion to look at this beautiful, healthy body that is creating symptoms so that you can become, you can be made aware and you are smart and you are a good decision maker and you know how to listen to your body and you're listening for these symptoms and you're listening for the cues that your mind is coming up with. And you have the perfect ability to get the sticks out of your river so that your optimal wellness, your optimal well-being can flow perfectly and cleanly. And you can picture your whole body loving this new vibration of health and every cell rejoicing and celebrating in this remembrance that your body is perfect and whole. And I want to leave you with the suggestion that you are safe. You are loved. You are protected. Your cells are guiding you and protecting you. Your nervous system is guiding you and protecting you. Everything that is happening is happening out of love for you. Now, I thank you for joining the conversation. I encourage you to keep having conversations of your own and to go out and cause health in your world.